0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Sunday with the Kiwis. Um, round one's almost finished, and uh, there's been a, a pretty big upset in that uh, previous game with the Dolphins and the Roosters. So, uh, yeah, huge upset there, and I don't think many people would have uh, expected to see that. So a good good start for the Dolphins, and, and Wayne Bennett sort of cracked on with his masterclass straight away. So great to see. Um, so we'll bring in the boys. Uh, evening, Jay Warrior, how are you, mate?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty tired. Big week down, kidding at the New Zealand Open, and uh, drove home this afternoon to uh, be this, but uh, it was great to have the footy back, so good to be here.
0: Yeah, it was. It it has been a good round, and um, yeah, a bit of walking, Jay Warrior, so I'm not surprised you're as tired as you are. And uh, we'll bring in Shooter, mate. How are you?
2: Yeah, tired as well, mate. Uh, I was all around the countryside, Flew to Auckland on Thursday, then flew to Wellington on Friday, then flew back to New Plymouth uh, yesterday morning. So lots of early mornings and late nights. So pretty tired. <laughs>
0: Uh, nice, nice. So everyone, what we'll do tonight, um, we'll do some Q&A so we'll get through some of your guys' questions. Um, so so get your questions and we'll answer them. So what we're going to do tonight, we're going to um, just go through all the games, uh, injuries and suspensions from those games or possible suspensions and then we'll go through some studs, some duds, some cashies. We'll talk a little bit about the Warriors game. Obviously, us all being Kiwis love the Warriors and have loved that they were able to get the dub in the first game. Uh, and then we'll finish off with some audience questions. So what we'll do, we'll, um, we'll start with the round one result, so Thursday night, um, Melbourne knocking over Parramatta 16-12, and the suspensions or um, to come out of that game was just is facing a fine for that dangerous contact um, to Mitch Moses. Uh, And the big injury news out of that one is Cameron Munster with the um, looking like probably going to be about three weeks out um, with that compound fracture of his wedding ring finger able to come back and play in the second half, which was was pretty, pretty courageous of him. It's obviously a pretty painful injury. And the other one was Xavier Coates. Um, He's up to probably going to be about two weeks out with his um, with an SC joint sprain in the shoulder. So so don't expect to see him in the next sort of couple of weeks. Uh, Second game, best game of the round here, Warriors knock it over the Knights, 20 points to 12. And uh, an HIA concern there for Tyson Frizzell. He's going to have to be passing through the HIA protocol um, to be able to play next week. And also the funny one with Caelan Ponga, who obviously returned, but uh, but it was, a, it was quite a weird one. I'm not quite sure what happened there with his HIA because I didn't see any contact around his head or anything. So I was a little bit unsure what, what happened there. Uh, moving into the third game where the Broncos, this was a really good game where the Broncos knocked the Panthers, like Panthers over 13 points to 12. Um, but uh, just to Scott Sorensen, HIA, HIA there, um, and he's another one that's going to have to pass through concussion protocols to be able to play in round two. Um, Saturday night game, uh, Manly 31, Bulldogs 6. Um, no injuries or suspensions, possible suspensions to come out of that one that I'm aware of. Um, moving on to the Cowboys beating the Raiders 19 18. Now, there's a little bit to come out of this one. Uh, Jordan Rapin are facing three to four weeks match suspension for a grade one shoulder charge, uh, and Kyle Felt facing a fine for uh, a careless high tackle. And, and no real injuries coming out of that one. Um, then moving on to the Rabbitohs knocking over the, the Sharkies, 27 points to 18. Uh, a few in this one with Wade Graham facing three to four match suspension for grade one reckless high tackle. Uh, Braden Hamlin, Ueli, and Pritina quarter facing fines. Uh, and, uh, and injuries here with Latrell Mitchell, able to play out the whole game, but he had, what, Possibly uh, he might have a slight PCL uh, concern. They're sending him for scans just to see what the severity of that is, but they're hoping that he's going to be right to play next week. Uh, and Tavita totola and Jack Williams, both HIA, and we'll have to go through the HIA protocol to, uh, to be able to play next week. And the other one was Jai Arrow with a hamstring uh, concern. Uh, unsure what the severity of that one is at this point. Uh, and the big one this afternoon, Dolphins are uh, knocking over the roosters 28 18. And as I said, I don't think anyone saw this one coming. Um, a couple of HIAs there, Victor Radley, he was in the wars, uh, failed HIA, and, and also Matt Lodge. So, um, and then the other one for a possible suspension could be Egan Butcher with that third man in the tackle, um, attacking the legs. Um, so it possibly he may get a week or two for that as well. Uh, and the ca- game currently on, Tigers-Titans, uh, I think it was the last time I saw 12 points to two to the, uh, to the Titans, and Sean Bloor has been ruled out with an HIA there. So, uh, yeah, so unfortunate for him. And, um, yeah, quite a few HIAs to start the year off. Um, so what we'll do, uh, we'll move into our studs. Um, we'll start with you, Richard, and your stud, Lachlan Ilias. Mate, tell me a little bit about um, what you saw there.
1: Yeah, well, uh, coming into his second season, we knew there'd be a little bit of upside, but I don't think any of us uh, saw him scoring 70, and he just really showed a lot of attacking upside to him. He controlled uh, the kicking meters, dominated those, even had four tackle busts, but I suppose the the big kicker for him was the try. Um, it was a nice, nice wee try that he picked up there. So getting 71 and he's at a pretty reasonable price at 429 so if you were trying to get a cut price half um, with some upside he's obviously a break even of 30 so he's still going to be more than um reasonable if we wanted to pick him up next week now he's obviously not going to score 71 every week but there's definitely uh upside going forward so um he's one that I think a few of us sort of looked at, but because there seemed to be a lot of halves that we were looking to buy, we might have just let him slip through to the keeper. But um, I think he might cop a little bit of action this week from a few people that want to make some cash because uh, the way he's going, he looks like he could uh, pop up to about 600K uh, in pretty rapid time with the performance he put in.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, just coming into sort of, you know, his sort of second sort of real sort of full season now. And I think that, you know, probably him and Cody Walker have probably got quite a good, you know, a good understanding of each other. And Cody Walker's just sort of letting him unlock a bit more, you know, and, and letting him play a bit more freer. And obviously that's what we saw uh, on Saturday night. I, mean, I didn't see the game, but just looking through his stats, he actually um yeah he had, looked like he played pretty well. Um, Shooter, we'll move on to you, mate. Uh, your boy, Wade Egan, had an absolute a barnstorming game. Obviously, went off for the HIA, but he played 65 minutes. But, uh, man, he was good and everything you said about him was pretty spot on, mate.
2: Yeah, he looked really good. Uh, he got that, I thought, looked like a sternum injury or something, but he played, uh, so he played 66 minutes. He would have played 80, I reckon, um, if it wasn't for that. Uh, He got 64 points, 66 minutes. um, And in that, he got one try assist, one line break assist, one line break. 33 tackles, four tackle breaks, a try, and 57 run metres. So he looked really good. Um, it was probably one of his best games in first grade. Um, and he was just pretty much showing everyone what everyone else has been. Like Joey Johnson, that love him, eh? So um, he's just showing his potential now behind a good forward pack and hopefully it can carry on.
1: Come on, Chudy. You were going off like a cork and a champagne bottle on the... Uh on Friday night, you, you're pretty uh, mellow about it now, but you, you were going off.
2: Yeah, just tired, mate. But no, it was good that when he scored that try, because I thought it was probably gone for the game when he went off, and then he came on and scored that try. I was jumping up and down. The whole crowd was there. They were, they were loving it, but hopefully he can carry it on. Obviously, his um points were probably slightly inflated with that try. He's not going to score a try every week, but um. I did notice in like the first five games or something this weekend that a trial was scored by a hooker. So it could be, could be a common occurrence.
0: Yeah. Let's hope he can uh, carry on and crash over for a few more meetings during the year eh, and see the Warriors in the top eight, hopefully. Um, so I've gone this week, obviously, with Jermaine Hopgood. Um, he was outstanding. Um, you know, uh, the past season or two, there's been a few people that have said that he's, he's a real workhorse. He gets the job done through the middle. And and to come out and play the full 84 minutes for the Eels in their, in their uh, loss to the Storm. Uh, so, yeah, the 84 minutes, 57 tackles, 7 missed tackles, which, obviously, when you're making that many tackles, you can't afford to miss a few. Maybe just a little bit of tidying up work to do there. Um, a tackle bust five offloads uh, turnover and 172 meters so I said he had to 14 demerit points but it's just a little bit he needs to work on there but when you are scoring 83 points um you know those those demerits do hurt but the the score kind of outweighs those demerits but you know give him a, a week or two and he'll slowly just start tidying those up but um yeah uh, definitely a pretty good game and Jermaine Hopkins definitely won that if you didn't get on you need to do it right now because he's going to make he's going to make a fair amount of money and he's going to price is going to shoot up real quick So, yeah, Jermaine Hopkins was my stud.
1: The other one that uh, came up, and we've got to give the Rocky boys a wrap because uh, they copped a little bit of grief when it came to talking about uh, Mark Nichols from the Dolphins, and they were really hot on him, and he scored 74 today. And the thing I love about him is that he had zero demerits. Every one of my players had multiple demerits. So for a player to score 32 tackles and 160 running metres, that's 48 points in base, which is well above his break-even of 29. So big rap to the Rocky boys who tried to lead a few people, steer a few people onto him, but it won't be too late, and he's going to be a really solid pickup now. And uh, that goat nickname that he took from the Rabbits uh, will move on with him up to the Dolphins, and, uh, yeah, I think I might have to find a way to get him into my team. You can't even say yeah. his score was inflated by a
2: try either, because the score his score was so high, because uh, he had like quite a few tackle breaks. I can't remember what his tackle breaks were, but four, like- four
1: tackle busts. He did get that one try, but if you took that off, he, you know it's not it's not that big. You know, it's a yeah, twelve it's- point try. So yeah, but I think the boys were. I think they got ribbed because oh, he's coming off the bench, but he played forty nine minutes, so that's a good amount, isn't it? You know, he he can get the points there, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was a it was a surprise, Mark Nichols. You know, yeah, he played very well, very solid, and in forty nine minutes, you know, he he was working hard the whole time, and he said no demerits, which is, is outstanding. All right. So what we'll do is we'll move into uh, some questions here from uh, one of the friends of the show, Brenton Vickery, shooter. Talk me out of CNK or Hammer for next week. Oh. Obviously, both of them were were fairly good. Um. Uh. So yeah, what do you think about CNK or or Hammer, mate? Sort of who who would you if you were going to bring in one of those guys, mate? Who would you who would you
2: Choose, I think Hammer's probably got the higher ceiling with just the way he plays. Um, because so what did he score tonight? It was quite high. Let me just have a quick look 52. Uh, 52. Um, and I think his ceiling's probably even higher than that. If the Dolphins aren't, aren't a one-hit wonder, um, CNK is a definitely safer, definitely a safer fullback. Um, but he looked, like, looked really involved the other night as well. So I think if you pick, if you're going to pick one of them up to cash down or something, someone that hasn't worked out how you'd like and, and round one and <laughs> round one, I don't think you could go wrong picking up either. But Hammer might be the better value.
0: Yeah, yeah. What I liked what I liked with both of them with CNK and Hammer, they were all both of them were just sniffing around that ruck, you know, and they were getting that ball through the ruck and just and 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 getting through those gaps and those holes. Obviously CNK went over that good try and so did Hammer, but just awesome to see those fullbacks just sniffing around, you know, around the ruck and 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 running off those, you know, especially like, you know, CNK running off Egan and all that sort of thing. They're always gonna find the gaps, you know.
2: I should I should mention as well, with Hammer having the duel, putting him at center but it's probably a no-brainer to take him if you're choosing between one of the two because centres don't look to be scoring that great. (laughs)
0: No, not at all. Um, Cool, thanks for that, uh, Brenton. So, yeah, either or, mate. Um, Yeah, either or out of those two, mate. Um, We've
1: probably probably got to own the fact that a lot of us were hot on Hammer at the start and then just sort of fell away, found reasons to not sort of promote him so much. But I know... um, he, well, he's Robbo's uh, love interest, and he was still uh, talking him up. And I thought, yeah, the way he played tonight, he, he actually played a little bit like Miller did. And I know we we're all hot on Miller, but he sort of had that similar, you know, got a lot of those cheap tackle busts where mm. he was just sniping around. So, um, no, we can't get him all right, but I don't think we were definitely saying he was a trap if we just had found better options or cheaper options.
0: Yeah, it was good just to have a watch and see how he went, and I think he probably definitely passed the eye test to, uh, tonight. Uh, Jason, Jay Worry, wants to know um what Greenpeace are going to do about the roosters that got slaughtered at Suncourt.
1: Yeah, no, I might have I had another wee muck up there. I, <laughs> I just – I misspoke, actually. I actually meant the SPCA were going to have to go out there because the roosters actually were being abused by the Dolphins. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hopefully they can be uh, – and – sadly for the Roosters, they're going to um, be abused again next week when the Warriors towel them up again, so yeah, maybe first first coach sacked could be uh, Trent Robinson.
0: <laughs> Imagine it. Alright, so what we'll do, we'll, we'll move into our, our duds here, um, and we'll start with uh, Penrith's left edge player and Luke Garner shooter. Not, not interested, mate?
2: Uh, not at the moment. I'm um, glad that i stayed away for now uh so 26 points in 50 minutes and then was replaced by salmon for the last 30 who got 27 points in his 30 minutes but yeah the the play just didn't didn't seem to go his way 23 tackles 97 run meters which isn't too bad but um just uh didn't have much else to offer fantasy wise he's obviously not uh kikau who didn't always score that well wasn't really that fantasy relevant at uh, left edge for the Panthers either. So um, at his price, I just think there's better options at the moment and I'd, I'd be more happy with Loyero or uh, Katoa or someone like that. And I don't know with if the Panthers uh, go on a slide. I don't think they will, but um, I don't know what his job security is like with Hoskins sort of sniffing around, 18th man sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Interesting one. I, yeah, I kind of was off, you know, I had started with him for a bit, you know, and I got rid of him before round one. I just, I just don't think that those Panthers edges are really relevant. You know, As I said Kikau never was, so why would Garnaby, you know, so that's sort of what turned me off uh, earlier, earlier in the week. And, and I got rid of him and got Katoa. So I was sort of pretty happy with that one. Um, so I went Matt Burton this week, um, Dogs got pumped and, you know, Matt Burton only scored 16 points. He had six missed tackles and, and 24 demerit points. Now, you know, Sam Walker tonight, he had 20 as well. So just just those missed tackles, just, just obviously hurting Burton, that's for sure. You know, Dogs, as I said, were well beaten by Manly or, or DCE. Um, but, you know, the the times where the Dogs are down is where Matt Burton kind of really needs to stand up. And I just don't think he did that. You know, he needs to stand up and direct that team around. And I just don't think he did that. Um yeah, the scores will come, but we know with Matt Burden, he is really, really inconsistent. So just, I think we just give him a few weeks, let his score, let his um, price drop. Uh, and when he hits that B, that's going to see him start rising again, then might be a really good time to pick him up. Um, I'll probably sort of look into r- after round four. Um, the Warriors should beat the Dogs in round four. So I think by about round five, uh, Burden will have bottomed out and we'll pick him up. Um, So what we'll do, we'll move to you, uh, Jay Warrior, and you've gone for the Dolphins' young half, Isaiah Katoa.
1: Yeah, and obviously I've just freshly watched the game, and when I was checking the stats, he is owned by 53% of fantasy coaches. So there is going to be 53% of coaches sweating bullets right now because Mm. in a winning performance where the team scores 28, he got 8 That is pathetic. Uh, He also got 20 in demerits, so top effort in the demerits department this week from a lot of halves. Um, Yeah, and I think the fact that he missed a lot of tackles is a problem, and his running game didn't really appear too much, and Sean O'Sullivan definitely is the dominant half there. So Mm. uh, just a bit like Ilias last year, he's going to take a while to find his feet, And he might possibly, uh, if Sean O'Sullivan got an injury or something, he might come into his own. But until that happens, if you've got him in your team, either suck it up or flick him right now and try and get a cow that's going to make money. Because I cannot find a way where he's going to make some good coin quickly for you. Now Um, he's going to be very slow.
2: His job security is probably not that great either. With uh, Milford flipping around in the background. Depends what what happens with Milf and um, what they do there.
1: But with them a, winning a win tonight, tonight will help. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It probably buys in respect. three or four weeks, doesn't it, before they start yep. thinking, oh, maybe. This
0: is a... Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, as I said, good, good, um, good player, but just probably one of those maybe not quite fantasy relevant players just yet, but definitely played really well.
1: Sort of in that Ezra Mam style, isn't he, where Reynolds dominates. and But Ezra Mam at least runs it a little bit more and is a little bit stronger in defence. I just think 18 years old, it's tough. You know, he's not a big fella either, is he? So he is going to miss tackles. And, and he's going to be targeted as well. So,
0: Yep, yep. Hopefully he didn't okay. play him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so what we'll do, we'll uh, move into just some more questions here. One from Teddy Wong. Um, can you lads talk me off... Trading or rage trading all the popular chibis that flopped, Jay Warrior. What are your thoughts there, mate? Do we do we just give them another week and just see how they go, or do we just start rage trading?
1: Now, I always, I always try not to trade it in this in that first week after the games because you've picked them in your team for a reason, and you don't. There's a couple that might have to go, Um <laughs> katoa, but. Um, yeah, I think a lot of them, I know, like I had Tomati Martin and he got 25 and he doesn't look very fantasy relevant either. But I sort of thought he might get 30-35, so I won't be playing him. But I'll, I'm just going to give him another week because I I had my reasons why I thought that. And maybe just the, the play ran down the different edge this week or the structure wasn't quite right. So if you can, give him one more week and save those trades because there'll be plenty of other time to rage trade and shoot is probably the specialist when it comes to rage trading
2: i don't even rage trade i just trade just
0: <laughs> just because you can <laughs> because he can okay so what we'll do we will move into uh our, our cashies so i've gone for Trent hero this week i think um i think he was always going to be a pretty safe pick you know pretty solid on that on that edge and um um with three hundred and eighty nine K he's probably gonna rise up looking at around about thirty nine K to about four hundred and twenty eight. So he's really kick started his um his cash generation, which is real good. Uh the forty five points, thirty eight tackles and two misses, uh a tackle bust a couple of errors, hundred and fifteen meters gained and then conceded a penalty. Uh so ten demerit points again, you know, we come back to it again, more demerit points, but again, he's starting to make his cash, which is which is what we want out of our cashies. So, um now I'm really happy and I just think yeah, I think he's gonna be a really solid edge for the storm there and um uh, and, and, yeah, I think if you, if you haven't got him, you definitely need to have a look because he's, he's definitely got his cash going, and I think that that edge on, that he's on is pretty secure for him. Um, Jay Warrior, uh, we'll go back to Mark Nichols again. He's your cashy, mate, and obviously you've already spoken a little bit about him.
1: Yeah, so he he's my first cashy. And the other one that I just have to sort of uh, plug a little bit, uh, your favourite player,
0: Sonny Luke. Uh, oh, I'm, he, I'm, I'm actually really happy. I'm actually really happy you proved me wrong, mate. Oh, he actually, he was awesome. He was good. And, yeah. and I, 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 I def, I'm definitely happy that I'm wrong on that one.
1: But the thing is, I think we might still be able to um, all get on that train because he didn't get the minutes. And he, as Shooter said, he was one of those uh, uh, hookers that snuck a try. So he's not going to do that every week. And if he just starts off at 20, 30 minutes, but I think the Panthers will realize pretty quickly – that he is that happy Kaurasau, go-forward, sniping sort of player that opens up their edges. So I think he will get that time. So, again, if we're looking to flick one of our bludgers that didn't perform and we don't have much money, we can probably get on Sonny Luke and just tuck him away in our uh, team because, rest assured, by the end of the season, he will make you, let's go, 250, 300K. So um, you don't want to wait until he's... little bit in that niggly price and you go oh i've missed the boat um if we're looking to rage trade that's an option dewey over
0: what's the score there rich beg your pardon what's the score there in that tiger's game mate
1: uh 18.6 to come
0: Ah, cool cool uh and shooter Another one of our our new Warriors boys, mate Jackson Ford, on that edge looked pretty solid and uh, yeah, and went really well.
2: Yeah, it's a bit of a Warriors bias this week, but um, <laughs> the worst part of going to the Warriors game live was in the first half, Jackson Ford was over my side of the field, and the second half he was on the other side because he was pretty good to watch. Uh, Forty-four points in eighty minutes, twenty-five tackles, one line break, three tackle busts. He did have six missed tackles, but it was sort of like. Um, they sort of rush out of rush out of the line and sort of slow the player down and drop off the tackle, uh, missed tackles. So I'm not too concerned there. Two offloads and 150 run meters. Um, he was just so good. Like when when he when the Warriors signed him, I was like, oh, this this will be because yep. we've got a New South Wales Cup team now. Yeah. And um, yep. like man. <laughs> With that that run he did where they he like um Dom Young showed him the outside you know, Oh, you
0: went round him, yeah.
2: And Jackson Ford took <laughs> it and, and gave him the big fence. That was yeah. so good to watch. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I Wouldn't never expect that, eh? <laughs> he actually
1: looks better than he scored as well. You know, like yep. he looks like yeah. a footy player rather than a um fantasy player. You know, like yep. we know those fantasy players that love a flop. Um, and
2: he didn't look like one of those. He just looked yeah. like a real footy player. So, yeah, yeah. he, he, he really just cool. runs so hard. He looks like a, a pretty hard C word. And uh, I know he's quickly becoming a favorite warrior, I think. He'll he'll mm. become a bit of a cult hero, like old Joshie Curran and those sort of players. So, I think just in that Warriors forward pack, that, that forward pack's so good. So, what it looks yeah, good yeah. from round, round one, anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, they always said they all sort of, you know, stood up for each other and helped each other out. So what we might as well move into now is we'll have a bit of a chat about that game. And, um and you know, really, I think we're all really, uh, can all agree that we're really happy with the start. And I think a lot of the new boys really made a difference, Um, uh, Jay warrior with, uh, you know, Chance and and the Niakore and, and, and Jackson Ford there. Uh, they all just played their part and they all were just solid, mate. Is that what you were seeing as well? Yeah,
1: not after three minutes I was pretty <laughs> concerned after three minutes because yeah. actually near Cora got caught out and he never drifted out and he left Sean Johnson one-on-one and it's really not his well I suppose it is his job to make a one-on-one tackle but it was just a little bit too much but after that they seemed to gel up a bit better and make sure they were moving together and then they held the line a lot better so um no it was really good and Chan's Really did that role that I thought he would, which was busy sniping around. Um, yeah, it was really good. And the other player who came in late, um, the winger, uh, Cossie. 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 Yeah. Yep. Like, I don't know. Like somehow we have to find a place for him because he knows how to, he's, he's one of those wingers that knows how to score a try. You look at his yep. tries per game and he's up there. So, I just don't know who we lose, or whether we could put um, DWZ into centre because I didn't think Willie Army really showed it, showed a lot. So no, he didn't play. It,
2: no. uh, it was um, Pompey on his on his wing.
1: Yep. Who was, oh, that, who yes. was on the other side?
2: Uh, Montoya. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, I that's was, what I
1: meant.
2: Like on the other v- thing, v- v- yeah. V- yeah. Yeah,
1: I was thinking Willie Army. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, Valia, yeah, no, sorry, <laughs> William from the guy that's bounced around a few clubs. He just yeah, didn't seem to offer a lot. But other than that, I thought the, the team looked really, really good, you know, like there's and there's still room for improvement. It wasn't like it was a polished performance, but mm. it was good to grind out one of those wins.
0: Yep. Do we think boys, do we think Tohu's back to his his old Tohu best with, you know, I think he made something like 50-odd tackles he, in the middle there. Yep. Yeah. He, said he scored 70 fantasy points. What do we think about him? Is he a possible man to snap up quick based on that performance? Because he's he's going to make some cash real quick as well. Shoot, what are your thoughts here with Tohu, man?
2: Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about that tonight, just yep. with some of those rooster players uh, dudding my team a little bit. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I definitely think he's an option. If he's going to continue to get 80 minutes... Um like how do you not pick him up because he's so busy in the middle and he's so solid, like he doesn't miss many tackles and um like those little line that little line break assist he gave to Mitchie Barnett where
0: oh, Barnett yep. Was, yep.
2: where he has gone straight through the middle, stuff like that. It was so good. Um, so good to watch. And it's gonna rack you up good fantasy scores. Um, just yep. back on Ed Cossey, he's like, he's a big human being. A eh? he's six foot four and one hundred and seven kg, so he's um, he is pretty big, and he he does look pretty good in contact as well. Yeah. Um, he just looks like of, yeah. I don't know, like he uh, it's hard to sort of explain, but he looks like shy. It's weird. It's kind of weird.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. But,
2: but um, no, I think I think he has potential to be a really good player, and and just to give Willie Army some credit, he did. Uh, make that little half break where he put CNK over where mm. CNK stepped uh, Lockie Miller and scored a try. So I thought, I thought, Willie army was pretty solid.
0: Yep. Um, Boys talk to me about SJ. We, um, everyone's sort of, you know, a little bit umming, and ahhing about him. Watching him run that ball again was just, you know, when he ran the ball, he ran it and he ran it well, you know, his kicking game probably wasn't quite there, but shoot of from what you could see when he was running the ball, he looked like he's, you know, looking looking pretty good.
2: Yeah, like he, he always looked dangerous when he started to run and you thought, oh, like he could do anything here. Like he he was he was um he did look like he was putting the knights at like sixes and sevens, like not sort of knowing what was going on. He was stepping in and out and especially on the kick, he always seems to beat a player on the last and then put his um Yep, put a bomb up kick or whatever. Up. Yeah, which yep, he, which yep, he used to point. do re- he used to do really well. Like they used to always try and rush him and he'd step the step the player rushing him and he would be a break and Warriors would score or something like that. It's just his kicking, eh? Like the Warriors got pegged back in their own twenty or thirty or something. And he stood in the pocket to sort of punt downfield and it was a terrible kick. It w- yep. went straight off the side of his boot and um, hey,
1: twenty meters. He was kicking for touch, found touch, and then we forced the error and then scored the winning try, you know, otherwise I, thought it was, <laughs> nah, I I'll just put it on the record now. I'm a SJ lover, and I've got a few haters that uh, message me regularly every time he does one thing bad. So I always have defended him. and But the thing that frustrates me the most is I love the spiral bomb. He's got a spiral bomb in him, and I don't know who's telling him not to use that spiral bomb. And as you say, he tried one, and it went off the side. But he can kick it as good as – most players in the league when he puts it up, but it just, yeah, I don't know why they don't seem to love it more. And, uh, no, SJ early doors, they threw a pass and it sort of forced him to run because they sort of jammed him and he just stepped and it, it sort of gave him a little bit of confidence early doors. I thought, so, uh, yeah, good signs. And as I say, I I really hope he goes well this year. And I think even score wise, he, he got his break. Even I know someone who had him in his team. So, um, Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely impressed. And and let's see how they go against Roosters next week, who could be pretty dangerous after being whacked tonight by the Dolphins. I don't think they're going to be very happy. And uh, I hope we're not on the end of it. But if we can can defend our line like we did on Friday night, I think that's going to really uh, help us in the long run. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully we can we can go two in a row next week, but it's going to be a tough 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 uh, option with the way the Roosters went tonight. They'll be they'll be hurting. So, um, hey guys, I just want to say thank you very much for your questions tonight. Um, I hope we've answered them all and you've you've got what you needed from them. Jay, worry, have you got something to say,
1: mate? I just thought there was a nice comment there from Kim, who said last year in her first round she got five seventy six, and after listening to the podcast, she's already on over eight hundred. So. Big props to her, and uh, it's Kim. Kim uh, Kim's a boy. He's from from Harvard. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I suppose it's one of yep. those names. And there's two people in the picture, so I just went with the one on the left. Um, <laughs> sorry, Kim. But uh, so that's a good good uh, wrap. But I uh, suppose I'm going to shame myself, and I'm going to say that currently, with uh, 26 minutes to go. I am currently ranked 16,000, so it's going to be catch-up time. And just in my team, yeah, I just – I don't know. Like most of my players, when you check on NRL fantasy uh, footy statistics, they all got above their break-even pretty much. So – but they just didn't – no one did anything spectacular. I don't think one of my players actually scored a try out of all my players, so that sort of rips me a little bit. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. No, but definitely been. A- it's a long
1: season, and don't don't stress over one week. You know, and the scores are that tight that you know. Like, I think I'm on 788 at the stage, so I should get to 800. But it could mean if you're at 830, you're in 5,000. So it's that tight in week one. It's not at the end of the season where you, it's a bit harder. So yeah, don't yep. don't, don't don't go crazy.
2: Yep. I'm not too far ahead of you. But- uh, head of you Jay Warrior and I'm uh six uh six thousand five hundred ish. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And when you've got a nice little pod like Egan, you know, that's that's killer in those first yep. weeks, you know so Yeah
0: for sure. Um, Definitely.
1: Yeah. Uh oh, thanks for sharing shooter, Kyle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no so uh yeah my rent hasn't really gone as well as I would have liked. Um I'm sitting on you've seven had a couple of head, head knocks haven't you? Oh mate yeah, Bloor was the Blaw was one of them. Uh, Sammy Walker with the twenty demerit points.
1: No, Remus. no, sorry, I, I was asking. You had some head knocks when you picked your team, didn't you?
0: Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Just um, yeah, just. Head knocks for my players in the games, mate. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm only on seven sixty-seven, but I'm actually sitting twenty-three thousand, so I'm not gonna boast too much about that. Yeah. Um, but it is said it is what it is, week one. And and I've always said that week one's a bit of a lottery because you kinda haven't sort of seen exactly how the teams are gonna run out or well, not run out, but you're not gonna you don't really see what the actual minutes they're going to get because all you've got is stats from the previous year. You don't know how they're going to be impacted with new players that have come in and, and, and trials. So it's round one, two, three is kind of just tidying up any mistakes you've made and and just rectifying and having a look at bringing in guys that are going to make quick cash if you missed them at the start. So, you know, I'm not too worried about it as what it is yeah. and, uh, and I'll, I'll live with it. So um, I tell you what so
1: there, yeah there's a few clinch bottoms when Brandon Smith went with a head knock early again they eh? like oh no not again
0: it's just know, one T-
1: TK killed up in the fetal position thinking oh it's happened again so <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> all right guys and um thank you very much listeners for getting your questions in and as I said before I hope we've answered them all and um, and good luck for for the rest of the evening um with your with your team and uh, we'll be back on Tuesday with uh, TLT. So thanks, guys, and and have a good evening.